Hey guys, it's uh, Jim with Crawfordology. Listen, we're going to do a live stream. There's some breaking news coming out of Washington, D.C. tonight. Uh, President Trump has just talked it uh, from the White House, and he's talked about bringing out the military. Uh, so stay tuned. We're going to talk all about it. So, hey, guys, I don't know if, you, uh, if you've if you been following uh, along with uh, the recent press conference just uh, minutes ago that the president came out and said he is encouraging all of the governors to deploy their National Guard assets to do something about the violence, to quell this violence. He really wants it stopped. Um, love to hear from each of you and uh, see if we can't just uh, watch here in a few minutes. We're going to give some time to let some folks join in. But uh, we're going to play part of the press conference for you. Then we're going to go to some live video so you can uh, you can see what's happening on the scene. Um, for them. Know, I am also taking have, swift uh, and decisive action to protect our great capital, Washington, D.C. What happened in this city last night was a total disgrace. As we speak, I am dispatching thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers, military personnel, and law enforcement officers to stop the rioting, looting, vandalism, assaults, and the wanton destruction of property. So, you know, let's take a second before we really delve into this topic to, to split up a couple of the the issues here that I think are important to consider. Uh, you know, George Floyd, of course, was maybe the the straw that that pushed over uh, the protest, and the protest turned violent quickly. So I want to just make sure that we understand we're really looking at two different groups of people who who are making two different choices. There is a group of of folks, uh, white and black. I mean, yellow. I'm sure every Every color, every ethnic group is involved in this, uh, sending out sentiment that uh, there has to be justice for for Floyd. Um, but there are other folks who are opportunists, and they're taking advantage of this time to create chaos and to drive some, you know, very difficult times for all the citizens. But uh, but these cities who are really under the, the most pressure, they are really pushing those. So um, let's watch just a second here, some of the live video. So this is across the street from the White House, right? So if, uh, if you guys were tracking, you know, last night, St. Uh, John's uh, Episcopal Church, 204-year-old uh, church that uh, every president since Madison has worshipped in, uh, was burned. And, you know, what, what sense does that make? Uh, going after the, the, a church, going after businesses. I mean, we see on TV right now, I'm sure many of you have, have caught uh, more of this than you'd like, but we're seeing a lot of stuff that, um, and, and Ashley, I see uh, you're not a real president. Um, I think he is a real president, and I think he's really doing what what we need done right now. Um, but I'm really curious to hear what, uh, what the rest of you folks think, you know, in this, in this case, we've got, uh, we've got some, some strangeness happening. Um, people are, are, are taking their anger out 
And I understand that some folks maybe don't have, they're not equipped with um, all the right tools to express themselves. That happens. I mean, we can just get frustrated by a situation, by a circumstance, and you can you can lose some of your faculties, not really have the ability to respond in the way that you would respond in cooler times. Um, that's why it's probably best if you're really heated and you've got a lot of emotion to pull back and, and let people who are less emotional come in and, and try to address an issue. But in this particular case, um, I just want to point out that I've seen a pretty good mix, uh, both in the looting and in the protest, of black and white. We saw uh, over the weekend uh, the sheriff, and I'm, I'm not sure, I, I, I can't recall the city that it's in, uh, but the sheriff who, who put together a, uh, basically met the protesters and said, hey, let's turn it into a parade, and has turned into really a, a kind of a special time. You know, the police, the, the protesters, they were all hanging out. They were all doing things that were much more positive than burning down buildings and looting stores. And, you know, I think there's, there's something that needs to be said here. It's, it's fine that we're having this conversation. It's an important conversation to have. This isn't the way we, we want to have the conversation. And you certainly, you certainly get things off in, in a, a strange foot, to say the least, if, if you think that burning down uh, stores and stealing from the people who are supporting your community uh, is the way to really generate a good, honest conversation. Um, so, you know, how can, how can we do this a little bit better? But, you know, you see sometimes these, these folks uh, are more anarchists. There are, there are young people out here who are enjoying the idea of flipping over police cars or civilians' cars, setting them on fire, uh, doing things that, uh, that, you know, are, are very disruptive. Like we see in this video here, I mean, some of this just doesn't make sense. Why, why throw violence against the police? I'm not so sure what, what everybody's looking for. When I see what's happened, I think that uh, Minneapolis is, is dealing with this pretty quickly. Uh, Minneapolis has taken uh, all the police officers. They've fired them. They filed criminal charges against, uh, you know, the one who, who had his knee on George Floyd. And, you know, what else could happen that would make us any more satisfied? So I'm going to look at the comments here for a minute. Um, Martha Foster, I see President Trump's a great leader, takes charge and does what he says. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm surprised sometimes that we, we have governors who've allowed this If, if 
you are doing something that is causing one of the major uh, retailers to rethink being in your city or to rethink serving your neighborhood. Is, is that what we want? Um, so Catherine Greenwood, uh, it's such a mix, some peaceful, some, some riotous and chaotic, but all in all, it was stopping. So it's, uh, it's interesting for me to see what you all are thinking. Um, you know, some of these people are just proposing just outright anarchy. Um, I saw someone going through one of the neighborhoods with a hammer, and he was simply not entering the buildings, but he was just walking past every window, breaking every piece of glass so that uh, the other rioters could could come in. And interestingly enough, I saw some of the protesters come over and say, what are you doing? And they were trying to follow him and, um, and, and push him away, take him out of the, out of the site. So I appreciate when I see things like that. I, I like seeing some unity in, in both communities here. You know, we are all in this together. Interestingly, uh, very few folks in this, in this shot, we see a lot of people actually with masks for COVID. And I'm I'm wondering if we're going to get a significant uptick uh, from from COVID, or if that's just uh, already gone, and we really don't need to talk about COVID anymore, since there's uh, there's something new there's something new to look at. Um, so again, looking at some uh, looking at some comments here. Um, so Brenda Hensley says, "Time to put a stop to this." Uh, yeah, you know, I I think that. Uh, I think that we are going to see that. President Trump has said that he's bringing in uh, thousands of, of folks to quell the violence. And he's given the, the governors a, an opportunity to deal with this themselves. But, uh, you know, I have no reason to doubt him that he will absolutely uh, run in and, and quell this with federal force if he needs to. Um, you know, it, what, what do you guys think? What are we? What are we going to do? Um, these states seem incapable in some cases to deal with this. Municipalities seem incapable to deal with this sort of violence, and it's every city. I mean, Washington and New York City this morning was was going through continued violence and looting at uh, 10 a.m. So this is no longer. It used to be that these things would would rise up in the night where people could use the cover of darkness to do their they're bad, and and then uh, they would go away and and come back the next night. Now we see here in the background in this shot the FLCIO building, um, you know, graffiti painted on signs, um, fire set kind of randomly. I'm sure that just about everything in their path is is just destroyed. So how do we take these folks and make them accountable um, for doing this type of action? Because the rule of law should really apply to all of us. Um, not just the police who, uh, who, who killed Mr. Floyd, but for all of, all of the folks uh, who are doing things that, that harm humanity and their communities and, and you know, really just, just bring chaos. Um, so I'm not really, uh, Steve, I'm, I'm not really for the open fire version. Um, I don't think that's, uh, <laughs> that's the way to go. I know, like I said, we can get frustrated. And, and these folks really have, there's a frustration in the community. So I was, I was talking to a good friend of mine tonight um, who lives in New Jersey, and, and she happens to be a minority contractor. She's a, a great, great gal. Uh, we hope to have her on this week. 
And one of the things that uh, that she said to me was that you know some of some of these folks just don't have you know of and and her words, not mine, but but don't have the uh, development yet to to deal with some frustrations and problems in a in a different way. So they they don't uh, they they basically don't use an emotional intelligence. They they use an irrational response sometimes, and you know I I think there's probably some truth to that. And I'm wondering, you know, what do we want to do as people as a community? What can we do to to give those folks a hand and help them see a different way. So one of our goals this week on Crawfordology is going to be to have some, uh, some folks from differing opinions and, um, and just have a conversation because if this conversation is lacking, if we can't have the conversation, then, then we resort to uh, the violent response and, and none of us really want to see that. Let's just listen in for a minute. We see the military police side-by-side with the local police and a strict 7 p.m. curfew being enforced. But, uh, you know, at 7.30, I see folks in front of the line. So uh, I'm sure they are waiting for some motion, some order on uh, on what uh, what they'll do. So let's uh, let's go back to the comments if we can, Simon. I just want to, I want to see um, all right, let's see what Scott Hawkins has to say here. It amazes me how these want justice for all, shameful killing. Um, you got to move a little slower, <laughs> which we all deserve. That <laughs> They themselves are not held accountable for damage and destruction that they have caused, including putting other people's lives in danger. Hey, has anybody seen the video of um, back in the Rodney King uh, riots? And there, there was a man who had really tearfully came out and talked to the crowd. And he says, you know, hey, I was raised in the ghetto. I've worked hard. I've done everything I can to to put the money together and to have my place. And you guys have burned my store and burned my car. And, and I mean, he was very tearful. It was very emotional. Um, I think sometimes that's lacking. There's not a humanization to this. We go in and we we break down windows, we break glass, we have deaths, and we really don't think about the the impact that it has on those families. So I am, uh, for one, I find myself, you know, very, very soft when it comes to, to hearing those types of stories, very emotional when you see somebody who's really laying out a heartfelt message. And I think there's a lot of heartfelt messages here, and unfortunately, they are being squelched by the violence and the flame and and the anger uh, that's being shown, we've seen so much destruction. I don't know what uh, what this is going to turn into by way of dollars and cents, but we are really talking about you know tens of millions or tens of millions and maybe hundreds of millions of dollars of damage across the country with the, the fires. You know, going back to uh, to St. John's uh, Episcopal Church, um, this is a place of peace. A, place of, uh, of prayer and and to have folks just randomly of all rooms by the way they set fire in the nursery uh, and attempted to burn some irreplaceable artifacts uh, fortunately none of those were uh, 
were destroyed. What was destroyed was the nursery in its entirety. Um, so of all the things that uh, a protester would want to destroy, uh, children's nursery and an Episcopal church seems like among the lowest uh, of the low. And, um, you know, I hear friends who say that this is because um, part of this community feels like they haven't been heard. But, you know, part of having a conversation is learning how to get on the same wavelength with uh, with the people you're trying to communicate with. And, and we need that more than ever. And we need to really turn away from, um, you know, a, a disrespectful violence that's just poured out over all of America. Let's check the uh, comments one more time and see see what we've uh, what we've got in here. So um, let's see. What do we got? Protesting's fine, but the violence and destruction needs to stop. Agree. Call the military. What needs to be done to stop the violence? Yeah, you know this is uh, this is going to be a, a touchy time. By the way. Uh, Wes Harden says uh, terrorists treat as such. You know there is a there is a certain amount of terrorism that comes domestic terrorism when you are just with reckless abandon, totally ignoring uh, other other folks' uh, property and doing and taking what you please. And I mean we've seen everything from the fights, uh, the poor guy in Dallas. Now bad decision. You know coming out with a sword. I, I saw a guy earlier today with a bow and arrow. Um, again, the frustration level's high, and on both sides, we, we lack sometimes some, some just emotional intelligence that lets us pause and say, let's have a conversation about this. Uh, bringing out swords, probably not a good idea. Uh, shooting a bow and arrow into a crowd um, of protesters, also not a good idea. I, I don't think we have to say that to too many people. Um, Ron Nicholson, I see uh, you think this is a George Soros project. And I know there's a lot of stuff that gets pushed on the internet that Soros is to blame for any number of uh, of these things. You know, until somebody really has some evidence that it's Soros, I think we have to be careful about uh, about just attributing something that's been been kind of uh, moving in this direction for years to Soros. I'm certainly not a fan of Soros. Uh, the other things he's done, I'm not a fan of. But I but I am a fan of of giving it time to let the truth develop. Um, just like the police officer himself in Minneapolis, we need to let that story unfold and we need to let it be told fairly. He, he deserves due process. I understand, you know, many of you are going to say he didn't give due process and that, and that may be true. And if that's true, then I think he'll pay a price for that. But in the, uh, in the grand scheme of thing, things, we really need to just take a pause sometimes and let these things uh, work out. Let's let's go back to the comments just a second. There were a couple in there I wanted to get to. Um, so, okay. So do the next next one down there. Um, do the rioters even think about the lives they are ruining? The pandemic has ravaged families financially. Now, the uh, expletives are making worse on families that are already losing everything. These people our terrorists. So there's that, right? So small business was already under a, a, in fact, not just small business. Let's look at the retail folks inside most of the cities. They've been struggling. They've been looking for a way that they can really develop something. How are they going to, how are they going to get their companies back open? You've had this crazy COVID shutdown that has uh, weighed heavily on, 
on companies. You know, you have to realize a lot of service companies live on a month to month basis. They really, if, if they're not getting that steady infusion of cash and capital, it really puts them in jeopardy. Um, restaurants, they pay big rents to be in really good locations. Now they're paying those rents, but they're not getting the revenue that goes with it. So even these governors who are opening partially, you guys need to think about that carefully. How can you open these restaurants faster? How can you get them back to full capacity? And I'll tell you, if in the next two weeks there's not some crazy uptick in COVID after all these protests and all of these folks uh, you know, in every part of the country, I think we just need to, to, to turn the country back on. Um, but yeah, you, you make a really good point there. The, these, these folks don't consider that these businesses were already taking shots and now we add race riots and, and, um, you know, just craziness to the world, which, which will be the final nail in the coffin of many of these small businesses. You know, many of these businesses don't have business continuation. So you set it on fire and you they've lost their their entire net worth they've lost all their investment so um definitely some folks not looking at that so becky perez it's uh, frustrating to watch innocent people being beaten as they're trying to protect their property then we have people offering to pay for their bail instead of helping the victims yeah so there's the feel good hollywood folks and i don't know if uh, some of you have seen steve carell and some of the the crew who said we'll pay the bell um and then they put up huge amounts of money, like 50 bucks, because really what they wanted was just a, a press release to say, I, uh, I'm part of this. You know, this is their, uh, their moment in time to be part of, of a, um, you know, the next big movement, the, just to k- grab a headline. So I don't know about that. I, I, I think it's, uh, it's a little bit crazy. We can see here some of the uh, U.S. Army forces that have been deployed and and brought out here protecting, in this case, the AFL-CIO and that street. Uh, Decent crowd in front of them, but not a huge crowd. I think the majority of the folks probably do know that when President Trump says he's serious about about something, they, they get serious about it. So it, it, it's it's folks. Yeah, let's hear what's happening. You are my other meaning. If I do harm to you, I do harm to myself. If I love and respect you, I love and respect myself. You are my other meaning. If I do harm to you, I do harm to myself. If I love and respect you, I love and respect myself. I'm not really sure what uh, what these protesters are hoping to accomplish with uh, the military folks who are out here doing their job. Um, I always think that these confrontations are are risky, uh, and I've seen a few of these roll out into uh, outright violence where the protester, everybody, everybody's seen, or at least at some point, seen somebody who's gone to Buckingham Palace and they've stood in front of the Queen's Guard and they have uh, tried to make him flinch or tried to do something. And this is a, you know, that that's sort of the entertaining, I guess, uh, of uh, a sophomoric idea of a of a kid on vacation. 
But here we have people who get in the face of our military folks and our police officers who are just doing their job and they're shouting things. But, you know, on the upside, nobody's saying or or physically moving in. I've seen some cases where they're really moving in. Um, so let's uh, let's look at a couple more comments here. Um, yeah, I, I see. Uh, let's see. Let's scroll up just a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> we always have a debate here about scroll up, scroll down. I think it's the uh, 20 year age gap. But uh, uh, so here we got uh, Teresa Lang, uh, Wheelock Lang. If people can't control themselves and the police can't deal with it, what else can happen? Let the cities burn down? Bring the military and arrest the thugs? I think that's more of a statement. Bring the military and arrest the thugs. So, yeah, and and I've learned recently that, uh, you know, some people think of that uh, that term thug as a, uh, as a racial slur. I, I don't think of it as that, and I don't think most people my generation think of it as that. Um, when... Uh, when I was a kid, the thugs were always the gangsters, uh, henchmen, you know, so, uh, that, that wasn't necessarily a bad thing or, or it was a bad thing, but it wasn't certainly intended to be uh, a racist remark. So, you know, how are we going to, how are we going to deal with this? Just back to recap a couple of things. The president has, uh, has announced uh, about an hour ago now that, uh, enough's enough and you governors have, uh, the opportunity to take care of this. Um, and I, I think as, as suspected, most of the Crawfordologists believe that this is something we should uh, deal with quickly and, and uh, efficiently. You know, all of these folks who are on the other side, who are standing in these, uh, these lines to protect their cities, you know, they're young folks, they've got families, they have somebody who cares about them, somebody who loves them. So the idea of hurling bricks at them, trying to set them on fire, or, uh, or do any other mean thing uh, is a bad one. So... We want to see you guys keep uh, rolling in the comments. Uh, best president ever. Uh, I have two boys. They're MPs, and I'm sure hope they're not deployed. Well, Catherine Greenwood, uh, thank you for raising two great kids. Um, I have a son who's uh, who's going off uh, to be an Army lieutenant. He just commissioned this fall. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's that's just a fact of life. We, we, we are going to have to deal with these things, and we're going to have to move through and uh, thanks, uh, Teresa. I see no, not a racial slur. Thugs equal criminals. Any skin color. Yep, agreed. Uh, Michael Richardson, when you loot your neighborhood, hurt innocent people, your message means nothing. It's just domestic terrorism. Yeah, agreed. I, I think that uh, crime is crime. When somebody runs out and does this, it's terrible. Now, you know, th the George Floyd discussion should be a separate discussion, and it should be one that's built around the facts of that case. Um, all this does is helps to diminish uh, any of the focus that can be placed on that case. Right now, this is a time to have an, a, a great discussion about why things happened the way they happened. We have to be careful not to make knee-jerk reactions to video we're seeing or to the folks who are trying to uh, sway our minds and our opinions. You know, if you think about how serious COVID-19 was just uh, two weeks ago, and now we hardly hear anything about COVID while we hear nothing but, but uh, stories about the desperation of the country. So there is a little bit of marketing that goes with these news, uh, these news stories. And those news teams, those news companies, uh, media companies, they want more than anything 
to keep you watching, to keep you on their channel, uh, so that their their ratings, their their advertisers will spend a little more money, um, and they'll do sometimes what they have to to get you to do that. And sensationalizing circumstances, you know, escalating and drawing these things out um, is is potentially a a part of that. And sadly. Uh, 24-hour news cycle doesn't help either. It, it just means that we get nothing but bad news. Um, let's check the comments one more time before we go. And uh, thank you, guys. I really appreciate you all for hanging in with us. Um, we're going to continue here for just a couple of minutes. Um, Jennifer Sitter, I love the president. Fearless Big Bad Don. Yeah, you know, he has been uh, he has been pretty, pretty strong here. Uh, Jonathan Osborne, uh, good. I support the government intervening to keep our comment our community safe, our communists, our community safe. I pray that all law enforcement and military stay safe tonight. Hey, let, let's, uh, I love you too, honey. Um, let's, uh, let's say a, uh, a prayer really for all the people. I mean, it's not just military and law enforcement, but it's the communities, it's the people who are there and are, are really, um, engaged in, you know, bad behavior. It doesn't mean just because they're bad right now, they're certainly, there's some good folks in there who are who are doing bad things for sure. Um, so uh, Terry Ashton, thanks. I'll make sure he knows he's going to be an infantry guy like his uh, like his dad was. So um, pretty happy about that. Uh, yeah. So so David Nixon, they don't care about a guy who who died. They only care about breaking and stealing and fire. Yeah, it's it's sad. It really, as I said, it really does detract. Uh, the memory it detracts uh, us all, uh, distracts us all from the Same conversation. And you know, there are folks who him, are definitely him, they won't mingled. Let's just listen in for a second. These boots are made for walking. So, um, you know. I think I think as we get back uh, or try to get back to normalcy, you know, everybody, if you don't have to be out, stay in. Um, don't get in the middle of this. If if your kids are wanting to go out and be a part, you know, sit home and, and talk it through together because I'll tell you, I don't think there's any goodness that's going to come at this point. Um, you know, the protest uh, can be done through through letters and writing and videos. I'll tell you, this is one of the most powerful mediums we've ever had because in an, in, in a minute, anyone here can become a producer, a, a, um, newscaster and a, an internet, uh, sensation. It's the right message, um, uh, that, uh, that, that can launch anyone. So if, if your kids are feeling like they've got a message they want to put out, you know, here's a great place to do it. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, social media, you know, gives them a great opportunity to say something, but to say it safely and and to uh, endorse aside. But it, it, this at least gives us a chance to have that conversation. Um, I appreciate you all for tuning in and for hanging in there with us. Uh, we're going to continue to monitor and watch what's happening, and we look forward to uh, to seeing you next time. God bless everybody. Take care. <laughs>